Greetings, it is Hellcast, the only show saying fuck the election. Let's talk about metal. I am Reaper. I'm Bridget England. You know, I always feel like I should have this big, long monologue to introduce the show with, like, with plugs and all this and that, because everyone on YouTube, when they're given like a tutorial, they always like blab for like 20 fucking minutes, and you're just like, get to fucking vacuuming already, goddammit. So I should probably be saying a lot more, but I don't know what else to say, so I usually just go into the show. And today, Bridget comes on the show because she's got this hit new channel called Heavy Metal Relics on YouTube. I wouldn't say it's a hit. (laughs) Well, we're trying to make it a hit. (laughs) If we don't sit there and and own it and talk about it within that 20 minutes of shit that to plug that I'm thinking about in my head, then it's never going to be a hit now, is it? True. But Bridget's been on the show more than you would, more than people that listen regularly would even realize. You've helped with the news. You've helped with numerous things. The prank calls. Yep. So now you come in full force and you sit in the lucky chair and get to explore the fun things that we do on Hellcast. Aren't you excited? I'm thrilled. Great. (laughs) (laughs) As most of us know, the whole Norwegian black metal story and who killed who, who did that, and who did what. The one thing that I didn't fucking know is apparently Euronymous is alive. And I find that very interesting. But I would like to hear this whole accusation, this whole speculation that Euronymous is alive before I would comment even further. And Bridget, doing what she's done in the past, the best, <laughs> giving us the news, is going to deliver us the story. So take it away. Let's, let's hear about Euronymous being alive. I need help. I really need help and have nowhere else to turn. Over the past few days, I've cried more than I can count. I've never been so confused in my life, and my entire world and reality is shattered. I have no idea what's going on, but overnight, things seem to have become completely fucking insane. Euronymous is dead. I found this on Tumblr, and that's the first time I noticed something was strange. I was scrolling through and saw an old photo of him with R.I.P., I don't even know how to describe this. I thought it was a fucking joke. It was a pic of him as a kid with R.I.P. on it. I went to this person's blog. There was more black metal shit on it. And I knew something was fucked. I searched the Euronymous tag and I literally sat and stared at the computer for a good half hour. Wow. I thought it was some mass troll thing, but I did a search. I I fucking searched his name and it said dead since 1993. Yeah. It's fucking 2013. I can't even. It's 2016, brah. I don't know. I I just don't know. Only two months ago, I saw him. My friends, they all love Mayhem. And he's so involved with other bands. What the fuck? What the (laughs) fuck is going on? What bands? (laughs) Euronymous is not dead. I know this because I saw him over the summer in the flesh. Mayhem was headlining. He's done so much for Norwegians. He's helped so many kids become something great. Our whole generation generation idolizes him. I saw him at Wacken only two months ago. I read interviews from him only last month. I was planning on going to a shop for the second time in November what? as I have family in Os- Oslo. 
Well, hold the phone a second. So who the wait? Who the fuck is this? This is see this is me with uh, setting things up and poorly doing it. Who's this? This is some user from Reddit who claims that this came from a thread called Glitch in the Matrix, which is the hell is that? It has to do with parallel realities and so other had, dimensions. So this came about like not even having anything to do with metal. Like this sounds like actually something- no. This had nothing to do with metal. This, this just had to do with something that. Like something that you normally would do on a day-to-day basis. Like let's say you go put your keys in your car, start it up, go here, whatever. People claim that certain things happen to them that is uh-huh. like a glitch in time. Okay. Or like time is suspended or that there is this alternate dimension so that... So shit you would see on the Shit X-Files. overlaps. That's, that Stuff Fox overlaps, yeah. That. Like okay. life overlaps somehow and like it's some glitch that's like, what the fuck just happened? Okay, and so then this guy's so like, this hey, guy by is, the way, Euronymous yeah, is so alive? Yeah, so this guy is saying, what the fuck? Euronymous is still alive. He's <laughs> so never th- been dead. I know him. So I've essentially, seen him. no one's even talking about anything remotely Norwegian, metal, or black metal, or dead people. And this dude just comes out of nowhere and says, hey, guess what? Euronymous is alive? Yes. And expects people to even know who the fuck that is? <laughs> yes, which is really funny. All right. But let's this get, set, let's that get really further sets into it up. the story here. All right. I'm intrigued. I want this guy on the show. This would be awesome. <laughs> well, Or gal, whoever. Gal. Okay. So listen, I've spoken with him in the early 2000s in his shop. I even bought a record there. I still have the fucking record. I'm so fucking confused and scared. I read he I was bet murdered. You are. <laughs> I read he was murdered in 1993 on countless sites by a man named sites? V- Vikerns. Books, Vikerns, <laughs> Vikerns, or Vikerns, whatever the hell. I like, but I love that though. Uh, by a man named so, so this guy that comes out of nowhere on like this, you know, Fox Mulder believes this kind of stuff. Hey, by the way, Euronymous is dead. Expects everyone to know who Euronymous is, but yet this Vickerns Varg from Burzum, we don't... Oh, let, let me... Allow me to explain who this guy is that killed him. Okay. Okay. I, I just like that. That's great. Well, listen to this. He said, I've never heard this name before. This is like something from a nightmare. <laughs> Clearly. My passwords have changed. I can't log on to my Earthscape account or access the site. No one is ever on Messenger. I try to contact friends, but their numbers seem to have all changed at once. I need help. Someone please help me. Euronymous is not dead. (laughs) It's like someone rewrote history before my eyes. Yeah, you! (laughs) (laughs) Why did every trace of him after the year 1993 disappear? Why is this happening? This is my last attempt for help before I check into a mental hospital. I've never been so scared or confused in my life. I had to make a new account as my password for my old account isn't working. Wow. Please help. I don't recognize any of you, but I beg one of you can help me. Because <laughs> no one knows about metal. It's a bunch of fucking alien people that are trying Okay, wait. In. This gets even better because he... How could it? He adds more to, to oh this post. All okay, right. So people... I guess we're asking a lot of questions. They were pretty pissed off about this. All right. He says, all right, people. Who's your on this for one? (laughs) Everyone keeps asking me the same fucking question. So I'm just going to put this in the first post. You want to know about the life of Euronymous. I'm not going to tell you his life story, but here are some major points. I believe he is quite rich due to the the success of his record label. Right. Any Norwegian knows it. Death like silence productions. Any black metal band in Scandinavia and beyond that worth anything goes through DSP. Okay. <laughs> Here's another fact. He's married. I believe his wife's name is Elise or Ilsa or something like that. They have a son. Sorry. I don't remember his name. He's probably around oh. 10, but not <laughs> talked about much. Oh, right. I, of course. Cause it doesn't fucking exist. <laughs> 
Some more recent memories of him. He holds events fairly often. Last year in 2012, there was a major event for youth in Egerson, his hometown. I recall last year, there was also an event where the best band in the contest got to tour alongside Mayhem. I don't remember the name of the band who won. Sorry. Overall, Norwegians regard him as a good citizen, done a lot for this country, and pretty much everyone knows who he is. (laughs) Yeah, right. Except you, clearly, because (laughs) you don't think he's dead. (laughs) Just to clarify, he wasn't involved in any criminal act since at least the new millennium. He was in trouble in the late 90s, but the charges weren't that severe. (laughs) But he's a (laughs) stand-up citizen, so he's admitting that he was a criminal and that he's... But he previously said he's a stand-up citizen. And this, Got it. And this, well... This, this is well, great. Who he, is this guy? He posts semi-regularly on a webpage with updates about the band in his life. Nothing profound Because no one knows out. what's going on with Mayhem, you know. <laughs> Nothing profound stood out from the past few months. I think the last one said after whacking, he would spend more time with his family and not tour for a few months. After whacking? Whacking. Oh, whacking, <laughs> whacking, however Whatever. everyone says it. I think it's Vaken, to be correct, German pronunciation. Anyway. Anyways, he ended up buying a record from Euronymous in 2003. He took many pictures of it, and you can see the actual photos really? um, on the Reddit page. Yes. But is there a, there's not a picture with Euronymous? No. They, it, there is an actual picture of the album. But, I mean, what kind of proof is that? <laughs> now, this is fucking stupid, because... First off, every, for everyone knows who Euronymous is. He's a stand-up individual, but he's been an ex-criminal at least not since the early two thousands. <laughs> this guy's, but I like the the man. So let's go back to this man named Var Vickerns or Vickerness or how the fuck you say the dude from Burzum's name that everyone knows about and everyone knows is the guy that killed Euronymous. But clearly, this guy he's, does not. He's claimed he's never heard this name before. Well, clearly he has because <laughs> everyone knows. That Varg killed Euronymous. The dude was in jail, convicted murderer for that particular crime. That you can watch Norwegian court footage to even make that even more truthful if you were speculating to begin with. This guy is a total loon. Can we get in touch with him? Um, I think he's probably in a mental institution Damn at this it. point. <laughs> I really like how Euronymous uh, has to go on to a, a, a forum that he couldn't list what it even was to tell people about mayhem because just no one knows <laughs> has no idea what mayhem's been doing my, my head's about to explode and how stupid this is because not only is it it's just such a known fact that and and well documented fact by the series of events i mean the first mayhem album had varg playing bass on it the family didn't want his his performance on there because he's the murderer of his at the time bandmate I just like how that that just totally went out the window. But yet, I love Mayhem. It's so great. Everyone knows Death Like Silence Productions. Like, the fucking label that died with the dude. But you had like a few bands on it, particularly Merciless, who then was signed to Osmos. Why would they sign the Osmos if everyone in Norway has to go through Death Like Silence Productions? Like, this guy's fucking great. We got we got to hunt him down. I, I want to. I'm not going to stop until I know this guy is definitely unreachable and in a mental institute. This would be wonderful. It'd be like Hell's Bells Norwegian. Like you could just tell this guy anything, he'd be like listening with like, "Who's this Varg guy you speak of? Like, tell me this murder story. I've never read that book or 
seen anything about it. Well, there's more to it as well. He said oh boy. the day he visited um, Euronymous's record shop. It was a still slow, business. Yeah, it was a slow day in the shop, and when I went there, I had. <laughs> I, no, I bet it was. <laughs> it's been a very fucking slow day in the shop. <laughs> when I went there, I had no hope of meeting the man himself. I imagined he would have other people working for him, but he was there. Oh, I, he does. Trust me. <laughs> I spent a lot of time looking around, but I was very nervous. When I went to check <laughs> check out, we made conversation. He joked at me for picking that record. He asked why I bought such an old record instead of one what of the newer ones. What record did he buy? Ones. Did I miss that part? Mayhem Live in East Germany. Okay, so anyways, after he b- picked up that record, he asked why I bought such an old record instead of one of their newer ones. I asked if I thought their old music was better. He joked and said, maybe I was one of those true ones or something. And then I told him that I picked up the record because it had dead and he was my favorite. I prefer him over the other vocalists. And Euronymous wouldn't know that there would be a series of fans that are like that? <laughs> like... <laughs> We probably talked for about 10 minutes. I wish I asked for an autograph, but the record is souvenir enough. He was pleasant to talk to, treated me like a customer, but also had casual conversation like a friend. In <laughs> conversation, <laughs> he smiled. I bet he did. I bet he was like the... the it, it, he lived up to every expectation because it was all in your fucking head. It says, we only talked about music for the most part. I think he asked what I did for a living, but at the time I was unemployed. Told me I should start a band and come back when I was ready to be signed. Of course, he was joking. Wow. What? So what are the critics saying, though? That This has got to be good. The first comment is actually pretty funny. It says, as a black metal fan since 1994, I assure you that Euronymous is long dead. In fact, <laughs> the Nordic metal, a tribute to Euronymous album, introduced me to some great BM bands when I was a teenager. Anywho, welcome to this reality. <laughs> <laughs> So, wow. So now that kind of comes to play, though, on why that would even be in like this alternate reality alien kind of forum, though. Is that the zany guys like thinking, I got a great breakthrough. This everyone Since everyone knows who Euronymous is. I think so, too. I think that's what his gimmick was. Wow. That's awesome. It's time for some music, and we're going to play Hobbs Angel of Death from their newest album, Heaven Bled, which actually I haven't heard, and uh, I've heard only little snippets, and it seemed pretty good. And something back to where they were with the first album, which wasn't a really big fan of the second album, and I think a lot of people weren't. But uh, anyway, this song is Son of God, and you can get your hands on a CD and a T-shirt. For the LP, you can pre-order it now from Hell's Headbangers.
Void Meditation call off their latest release and debut album, Utter the Tongue of the Dead, that is available on CD and cassette right now. You can pre-order the LP from Hell's Headbangers Bandcamp and on the website directly. That was the track Mold and Blood. As hopefully everyone listening would know, the latest Crucify Mortals album, Psalms of the Dead Choir, has been out. And hopefully everyone owns a copy. With it being out, there's been all this extra work and stuff that I've been doing with the internet. And, you know, with, dare I say it, hashtags and this stuff. And, and don't worry, I'm not going to start be, I'm not going to be one of those douchebags like uh, you see on YouTube that'll be talking and then they'll say something that they think is clever, which wasn't clever at all. And they'll be like, hashtag that, you know, <laughs> hashtag Halloween, hashtag I'm a douchebag, you know, yeah. not going to start doing that. But, you know, I'm finding out more and more about these social media things, and I'm going, this sucks. <laughs> like, what is all this shit? You know, I mean, I see the benefits for it, and it's kind of cool because it's like you could do more things as an independent artist and musician or, or whatever uh, than you could before without, you know, pretty much being a needle in a haystack trying to be, you know, signed or distributed or whatever the hell from the big band. Right. So that that's cool, but it's just reminding me more and more of this social media shit and and it's annoying me and one of the things that i've always said about social media is that it really because everyone's communicating through words thus in their own tone of how they read it you know Mm -hmm. hey how the hell are you doing could be a funny joke as i say it to you where someone else could be read it hey how the hell are you doing and then get get insulted by a different tone exactly so I've often, I've always felt that when people are communicating, thus this pussy society that we live in, because everyone's on their fucking phones, right? Everyone's typing. so offended by everything. Yeah, they're offended because they're reading it there in their own ne- negative tone. Right, right. And so, and, and so, case in point, it, and it just got me thinking of a, a past experience where I used to run a label, as some people probably know, called Reaper Metal Records, and I was. I don't really want to mention the bands, which people might be going like, what the fuck, man? You out every other band and rip on them. Why not this one? Well, because I, I kind of know the bands. and I, I like I like both parties because okay. one kind of out, out, out of the other, as you'll soon find out. So anyway, I had this band on the label or, or kind of got them because I was really just giving them tips on how I thought they were getting fucked by some deal that they had. And then it just turns out that they... Didn't do that deal, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, can you sign my band?" And I was like, "I wasn't going that far, but okay." And I, I did a bunch of st- shit for them, and then ultimately I wasn't doing Reaper Metal Records, and then Hell's Headbangers picks it up, and you know did a did a nice service for them, and whatever, and I, that was it. I, I didn't know anything wrong, right, or whatever. Ran into the guys here and there, and you know everything would be cordial. So then they do another album for whatever reason or another. Uh, it doesn't get put out through Hell's Headbangers and so on and so forth, which, you know, I really I, I can only relay things. I can only help so much in, in something getting signed on the label that, uh, you know, I'm not the I'm not the guy that Ixnays or not. OK, so where I hear then by a, someone, a, a friend to that band saying, like, those guys are they're really pissed because. I guess they talked to you and you said something like witty or whatever. And it's like, listen to my fucking podcast. You know, that's my personality where they got offended or something. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, the fuck are you talking about? I don't even remember talking to any of these guys or, or emailing them rather during this conversation with the dude. He's saying, 
yeah, and, you know, and I, and I thought it was bullshit because they said that they they pranked you. I'm like, huh? So then through the course of this conversation, he's telling me about this prank. I'm starting to remember this time that there was this message that I got that was kind of like, it was, it was like something goofy where it just sounded like someone was being an idiot. Like, you know, don't, hi, April, you know, making a stupid voice. The other day I was at Dunkin' Donuts and it sounded like okay. a woman was uh, over in the drive-thru. Then I pull up and it's a dude, whatever, didn't think anything of it. He gives me my coffee, I pull away and he's like, bye, in a woman's voice. And I'm just like... That was weird. <laughs> so, but it was it's just as innocent as that. It was just like someone being a goofball leaving a message that's like starting to enter my mind like, could that have been this prank phone call that this dude's even talking about? And if it is, like fucking oh, like what did that do for a disgruntled a disgruntled person to even like what did it do to their like if fuck reaper, well let's call him up and you know what I mean? Like it, it was it was it So was they stupid. called you up? Apparently so, and like left me a, a prank, as it was labeled, a prank phone call. Where do you remember this phone call? Well, or? that's what I'm saying. So I'm, 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 I'm getting in the thing like prank phone call. Like I, I'm, I don't even, I don't ever recall ever getting a prank phone call. But I'm thinking of like, I remember getting a message once that was like someone doing like, you know, something dumb. Like was I don't it know, from me? Reaper's an idiot or something like that. I'm just like, oh. You know, what I mean, like it's oh, something like that. Like, okay. how was that damaging to my day? It sounded like you're the one that lost the most because you're the idiot that, you know, Wasted was nervously calling me to go like, oh my god, if he picks up, what do I say? What does he do? Oh, it's voicemail. Good, 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 good. <laughs> Reaper's an idiot, and then hangs up, and then I get it going like, oh, and then and then and then totally just baffled, and then, you know, talking to someone unrelatedly so, and then it comes up thinking like. Could that be it? So, frankly, I don't even know if that was it because I'm, I'm trying to think, you know, computing this in my head. Like, why would these guys that I did this great service to be mad? Okay, so they were mad. Based, I guess that because... That you didn't respond to their prank phone call or that you no, didn't... No, that they're... I guess that because their album, Hell's Headbangers didn't put out their second album. Okay. So I'm put... So this all comes to my mind. So, so their revenge was leaving you some crappy apparently prank phone so. call? Apparently so. Okay. Which then I'm thinking in my mind, like, I didn't even know that band had another album. If I didn't know that, I guarantee, the, as the guy that even got them signed to Hell's Headbangers in the first place, no one else knew. <laughs> okay. So, like, how can you be pissed off that Hell's Headbangers didn't put out your album when no one knew? You know? The only time I knew was when someone's telling me, hey, this band's pissed, and by the way, they got a second album out. Like, oh, Okay, and then another label put it out. So it's like, I mean, you're diversifying, homeboy. Like, who cares? You know, it's coming out. How do I even know the dude that this even tell me it is not the one even trying to cause all this stupid shit about what I don't even fucking know? What did it even resolve other than it gave me fucking ammo to come up with a Hellcast rant? You know, I'm not, like, right. it, it, it's the fucking stupidest thing I've ever heard. I mean, it's. It, it's happened on on smaller levels though. To, to make this even this whole story come to somewhat of a logical closure is that here's a case in point of people misunderstanding shit and how it's detrimental. Bigger than you know, hey, how your day is, and that example was. But here's someone I will out. So 
back in the earlier days of High Roller Records in Germany. He's doing a bunch of cool stuff. I like the label, and I'm very grateful to have been a part of when he was like starting. That's just a relevant detail, not me like, I was there before everyone else came. Be that guy. Okay. And uh, and it's cool to this day. You know, you open up, get a High Roller Records uh, release. He has like a check out the other releases by High Roller Records. And, you know, the Crucify Mortals Converted by Decapitation LP's uh, still printed on that. And that's cool. And, you know, so when that happened, High Roller Records was a part of doing the LP version of the Crucify Mortals L- album Converted by Decapitation. It was to be uh, a combined effort between different labels. And I was the guy kind of overseeing it, getting those labels involved, because I was the guy trying to get the fucking record out on LP. And uh, through a friend, uh, my dear friend Oliver Peters, who's awesome and lives in Germany, helped out at the time. Unfortunately, I don't get to talk to the guy very often. He hooked it up, and that's how I got the high roller record thing. So here I am, I got these records, and I'm overseeing it, so I'm overseeing to make sure everyone gets their copies. So... I live in the United States. I got to ship them to Germany. And I'm shipping, you know, 100-some records to Germany. I go to the post office. What do you got to do? Hey, sir, you got to supply a customs form with this. All right, cool. Well, what's in there? Well, 100-some records. How much are they worth? Uh, well, I don't know, five bucks a piece, I guess. 120 records, $600, you know? Wouldn't think anything further of it, you know? The, the clerk asked me what to do and told me what to do, and that's what I did. And I, wasn't given, I certainly wasn't given any other instruction elsewhere. A few years later, I go to Germany, and all of a sudden, this dude that looks like a, you know, a, a skinhead, and I'm in Germany, and a guy looks like a skinhead. I'm, I'm thinking Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Germans, but I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> And I was just standing there, and you know, here's my, and this guy's fucking ripped, you know? And, and if it's anything, like, like, I'm just thinking American History X, only I'm in Germany. Think of the worst, and he comes over, you know, past me, more oh, my American friend. And I'm just like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> what did I do? My American friend. I don't have any German friends. It turns out it's the dude from High Roller Records. And then, and then I find out, he's like, I was very angry with you. Like, oh, great. How did I piss <laughs> this guy off? Like, what did I do? I mean, I, I, did you not like the record? Like, uh, what? I, I mean, I thought it was all, everyone was on board. I had to pay more than what the records were worth in German taxes to get my copies. Because you didn't fill out the customs form with low values. I'm just like, and if I was the guy I am today, I'd be like, well, fuck you. I, you didn't tell me to do anything. I, yeah. I don't know. I live in America. I, not to be pro-America, but I, 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 it's, it's valid. I, I live in America. I don't fucking know. Right. I don't, I, like, I order a package from overseas. It comes to my door two weeks later. I, I, don't, I don't know anything about customs. I don't even know where customs is. You know, dealt with selling records for so long. Now I know. but And especially knew it then <laughs> when this guy's fucking bitching. That's like, well, they get taxed because you put that value on there. It's like... Well, dude, you got to speak the fuck up. By this time, he's settled down. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm the right party. I'm just saying this dude never fucking told me to do anything differently, and yet I come over here, and then now I'm the asshole that cost him a shit ton of money. That now I'm sure in his eyes, I still am an asshole because now he has no interest in doing crucified mortals, and maybe he just thinks we suck or or, or whatever. Okay. This whole fucking miscommunication bullshit. I'm not calling up High Roller Records going. You're high roller record, you gang. You know what I mean? You <laughs> yeah. know? That's my gripe on the social media thing. But it's helpful in a way when you can hashtag high roller records. I understand the concept of it and that if well, you yeah, tag clearly. it, you can get more people to like it or share it or whatever it is. 
Well, clearly with the success of Heavy Metal Relics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what success? Well, we're building it. Yeah, I mean, That's why you're on Hellcast, which we're, right. we're doing it, you know? But it's a really cool idea. Like, uh, tell people more about Heavy Metal Relics. We didn't, like, just kind of blabbed, and people are like, what the fuck is that? What's that? It's a YouTube channel dedicated to, you know, videos of old concerts, music videos, all ripped from VHS tapes and clarified for the viewer's preference. We'll have episodes of us just bullshitting, showing up, like, showing different things, showing different records and CDs, metal shit, you know, all stuff that's Heavy Metal Relic related. Awesome. Scythian, Hubris in Excelsis is the album, and it's been available on CD and LP, so get your copy. We're going to hear the track Apocalyptic Visions.
Diabolus with the title track of that album, You Lived Now Die, which is available on CD and LP through Hell's Headbangers. When I come up with show topic ideas, I always kind of seem, well, at least to myself, to approach things as like this 12-year-old, 15-year-old nerdy metal kid. When I was that age, I didn't have shit to say because I was always really quiet because I couldn't say anything. But now I got the mic, motherfucker. One dude once said, you're, you're 20 years out of date with your shitty band examples. But that's because I'm always thinking of that. So if it's anything more than just cool to hear about or if it's truly a kid that's struggling with his parents or something, I think it's a relevant detail that metal has taught me a lot of things. What the fuck are you talking about, Reaper? Long before the history class that we delved into World War II, I already knew when we were talking about the Angel of Death, Joseph Mengele, Auschwitz, it seemed like review because I was like, I already know the story. I, <laughs> Slayer told it to me. When I went to German class in 10th grade, I, I felt that certain words were review as well, like Krieg or Sturm or Nacht, you know, because you, you just you hear these words like Krieg. I mean, there's obviously a freaking band. I remember Sacred Reich, you know, it's a Blitzkrieg, the Lightning War. So pretty much he just says the same damn thing twice. He says it in German, then he says it in English. And for any Crucify Mortals fans, I kind of did that in a song uh, sentenced to extermination. <laughs> the band Carpathian Force. I remember one time I said, that's a dumb name. I remember someone like, no, that's a really cool fucking name because that's a, you know, a really morbid tale. A morbid tale about what? And fuck, I can't really even <laughs> remember what the story is. I was going to say, do you even remember what? Well, the Carpathians is, a, is I, I believe, well, I, I believe the, the band's sake is precisely that. It's a forest. A bunch of people were killed or whatever or massacred or something. Clearly, the, the metal history that I'm trying to say bestowed upon myself went whoosh, right over my head. Right. But, I mean, it was it was enough to kind of sort of get the story. To light uh, up a spark and just you kind of figured what it was. And- yeah. Okay. Uh, Dante's Inferno. I think anyone who listens to metal at least has heard that. Of course. I had to um, actually read it in my first year in art school. And How old were you then? I was 19. And I don't know, first year of college. We were required to read that in my Eng- English class, which it is in some type of way. Oh, right? I see. Writing as art, da-da-da. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, we had to take an English class there, and we were required to read Dante's Inferno, which I thought it was pretty fucking awesome, actually. Yeah, an English class, but a book written by a Renaissance period Italian guy. Correct. Okay. <laughs> I, and I had to read it in high school. Um, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, we didn't read it in high school, but we did read it. Yeah, I had an um, English class, so there you go again, the Italian guy. But that's how I, I found out about it, because... I like Iced Earth, and they have a song, uh, a very long song, Dante's Inferno. Okay. And they go through the, uh, what, eight layers of hell. Fuck, man, me in high school or even earlier and really to about three years ago, reading would be like, oh, God. (laughs) You know, I I would never read a book. Okay, I see. I would always read. That was, like, my favorite thing to do. Wow. Still is one of my favorite things to do. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, like, getting hip to it. I just read lyrics, you know? Yeah. That, that would explain why a lot of my lyrics were really shitty. So anyway, we're, we're, so it's like, we're going to read Dante's Inferno. I was like, fuck yeah, cool. Like, that's going to be awesome. And man, did I not like it. <laughs> you probably were like, this is boring. I, well, it was because it, it was just like so poetic. Right. And that's what it is. It's kind of like a work of art, really. It's more, yeah. it's more so meant to be poetic and kind of a narrative, yet still really artistic well yeah and and then it's like well it's about hell 
you know. So, but I was really intrigued because I was like, well, it's cool. Like, at least the song now, the Iced Earth song, is gonna make make sense, you know. And 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 sure enough, like, not only did that make sense, but like more and more shit was like, oh my god, that's where this band got that and this. And then even cooler though, I found out the River Sticks. Like, I remember being in school. I used to live on a street, River Sticks Road. And I okay. remember I had a teacher. Craig lives on River Sticks Road. I just like the sound of that. It sounds awesome. <laughs> and it's like, that's stupid. It's a, it's, it's a river, and then it's the shitty band. I mean, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean that sounds cool? Then Dante's Inferno comes in. It's like, you got to cross the River Sticks, you know, to get to the next what is it i think five layers of hell the shitty like the even shittier ones from there you know or the more demon or the more sinister i guess of punishments because you know these are the people that are being fucked over right but, you know <laughs> you know what i mean so the lower I was like, oh, depths of hell yeah yeah it's like the so it's like oh that that's fucking cool you know and and then you hear about uh what's his uh sharon Ch- like uh, i remember you mean you've seen that like uh, and this all comes from one goddamn thing, a, a purgatory. You know, there's there's bands called the Hell Back to Iced Earth. That's what they were called before there was a Cleveland band that made them change their name because they were purgatory first. And and Venom said you would talk about purgatory. So all of a sudden it's like, all right, now now this word makes sense to me, you know? Alistair Crawley, when I first heard that, I was like, who is that? Like, I was intrigued instantly. Like, I need to know who this guy is. Like, I always thought it was stupid. It's like, who's Mr. Crawley? Like, who the fuck's that guy? Why is he thinking about Mr. Like, is that his neighbor? Like, really, I, as a kid, I, you would hear that in the class, like, Mr. Crawley. Like, that's dumb. Yeah, I didn't know until much later on that he, you know, he, he was who he was. And the more I read, like, I still obviously read up on him and whatever, watch documentaries about his life and yeah. think about what he's done. Like, in that song, for example. Ozzy music, in this case. Yeah, just that. I mean, I'm just saying, for example, like that song. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, even and then furthermore, keeping the examples going, I mean, Jack the Ripper, uh, the, it was metal that, you know, you, if I her first heard that, I, I, I'm not going to say Hobbs Angel of Death with the song Jack the Ripper, but it can't, maybe not, maybe it came from somewhere else because who hasn't heard of Jack the Ripper, but. I think everyone's heard of him more so, but I could see how, like, if you didn't know who he was and you liked metal that you would somehow get into it. Yeah. Like, who is this guy, you know? Well, see, yeah, and then there is, and then there is a tie between Jack the Ripper and Alistair Crawley. Yeah, and there's a tie not- between Jack the Ripper and Alistair Crawley. There's this theory that, well, Alistair Crawley supposedly knew Jack the Ripper, knew who he was. He wrote a publication about it and somehow got covered up, but he claimed that it was this really rich doctor that they overlooked. And this guy, actually, if you look up at the Wikipedia about the doctor Mm -hmm. that Alistair Crawley was talking about, you'll find out that he was heavily involved in the investigation of Jack the Ripper's victims. And he was really intrigued by um, what the detectives were working on and the case itself. And he also helped them with the case because at the time he, you know, you know how Jack the Ripper wrote the Jews thing, the J-U-W-E-S, Jews. Oh, I don't know shit about him, honestly. (laughs) It's actually an occult word. And Alistair Crawley knew this guy, this doctor who was a Freemason, higher up, like very well off, and he was also practicing magic and the occult at the time. So that's why people think it's actually him that did it. Not that many people actually think that theory is true, but I kind of do. 
Because I could see some like evil, sinister doctor just like pissed off and like conducting magical rituals to try and get power. And you were so long you know. ago too, so it's like that. I, I at least that's what I always hold in my head. Like and how much is this? The is thought that he bullshit. got away with it and you've never heard of him, it kind of just to me, it's more like a swept under the rug type of thing. Man, Hellcast is getting pretty intelligent this time. <laughs> Shit, this is getting too smart. <laughs> Speaking of that, though, so then, you know, Satanism, obviously. So Anton LaVey. I mean, okay, yeah. He was know, just a follower, you know, of Aleister Crowley, but then created his own sect of Oh, so Satanism. he followed him. Pretty much, if you look back in history, all the really rich and famous people, they all follow Aleister Crowley. Okay. So that, to me, tells me something. It tells me that this man knew certain things. That he could do certain thing, that he learned certain powers, or you know, things through magic and rituals. I hear the song in my head. That's the coolness of it. You know, as you you kind of learn it, like you're almost like me. I start hearing songs, you know. Yeah. Like I'm hearing Mr. Crawley now. Like, can you talk to the dead? You know. And then I mean, and then of course the Necronomicon. I mean, exactly. Sacrifice then comes to mind. Like it's all spawning together, and it's like it's pretty fucking cool. Then at least for me as a nerd, that like you know you're you're learning all these like historical things, and they all like kind of connect then it connects bands and then you know i just getting off that now i would have never known jack shit about lord of the rings if it wasn't for metal because goddamn when i started watching those movies and it all pieced together where a lot of this stuff came from <laughs> this guy was sleeping and he was sleeping good <laughs> it took me about two times to actually watch the whole thing like all together because I would fall asleep like halfway through and be like, oh my God, is this going to fucking end? Like, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was awesome. Like a great movie. Well, you remember how you and I went and saw The Hobbit, how well we slept in the yeah. movie theater. Holy shit, that was boredom. But not to turn this into a Lord of the Rings thing, because God damn, well, that would be boring. But that guy, that, that crazy Norwegian dude, just never heard of, Varg from Burzum. Oh, yeah. He called himself Count Grishnak. Where did that come from? The Lord of the Rings. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Golem. I mean, there's bands Golem. There's a Protector album Golem. I like, had never had any idea that Golem was actually anything besides that creature. Really? Yeah. In the book. and the I movies. always knew it for all the other stuff. And then I was like, oh, okay. The coolest guy in the thing. And then he's hardly even in the movie. <laughs> or no, no, those Reaper things. Those are cool. I don't know what those are called. But otherwise, uh, it's, just, yeah. it's just about walking. So many serial killers. Albert Fish, Macabre taught us a lot of things. That, you know, that, that Oh, there's a ton serial of serial killers. Gacy. Ed Gein, probably. Ed Gein. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Dead Skin Mask for Slayer. Uh, unfortunately, I knew a lot about Christianity. <laughs> Not because of metal. I, I, it, it helped with putting the dark side on lyrics if you wanted to approach it on a Christian base. You know, even certain prayers. How many bands have twisted... The Our Father, Hobbs Angel of Death comes to mind, you know, with Our Father, who art in hell, hallowed be thy name. That's not a big <laughs> twist. He just took like two words. Yeah. Instead of heaven, it became hell. But you know what I mean? It's like, it's cool. Or, or even like why a bunch of bands would always like sadistic intent to wait for the second coming of darkness, which by the way, we would, we've been waiting for that second coming for nearly 20 years. I don't even think they had a first coming. But like, what the fuck does that mean? The second coming, like. I don't know what the hell that means, but, you know, uh, obviously they think Jesus is coming back. Uh, The apocalypse, you know, (laughs) the Last Supper, you know, it's certain saints and all all that. Movies, I mean, how many movie samples, shit, I remember being a kid. It's still to this day is the only reason that I would listen to a Mortician record, 
because I don't really like I don't like the music. I like the intros. Yeah, and, and it'd be like fucking cool or or deceased. Like I, I would Movie love intros. Well, not deceased won't really do the intros, but but mortician for sure. Um, but like deceased, you know, I would I would find out like because King Folly would even put it in the lyrics uh, at least on on supernatural addiction he did like what song what uh movie or or what in, inspired some of the lyrics some mm-hmm. they weren't always movies they were books too and it'd be cool as shit because it'd be like hey, that's not like it's almost like a, a movie write-up you know like that's yeah. like a cool fucking movie you know or there's like a twilight like the the song the first song on that album the apparition it's about a twilight zone episode where they're uh they're in the morgue and like the girl keeps seeing like this uh apparition calling her nearer and like uh, so when i got hip to twilight zone i was like i gotta watch that episode like yeah, shit, that's, that's the sea song you know yeah like it just it almost makes it that much cooler you know i was reading through that misfits book you had like all of their songs Hell, the name have, of the band they're, they're, yeah, they're I mean, mascot all of their songs were like you know from certain movies or the idea was there from a certain movie you yeah. know it's really cool to see exactly it, it gives it that much cooler of a connect than when you realize like gives it more of a visual you know i agree because i always sat there like deceased always comes to my mind and they would just outright tell you what movie or like i said you know in certain cases i I was like literally making a list like i gotta check out that movie or i gotta see that shit i don't like reading but i guess i'll read that book you know yeah it just would be that much cooler and it, it was such an inspiration that i adapted at least I kind of abandoned wanting to do, like, let's talk about a horror movie, you know, in lyrics. Yeah. But I have. Judas. I mean, Judas Iscariot. Particularly, a black metal band, like, really put the name on it. Like, I was thinking, like, Judas Priest. Like, who the oh, fuck's yeah. that Judas guy? Judas Iscariot, the, the band. Like, I was like, I wonder if there's a tie. You know, I'm hearing a lot of Judas and, you know, especially overtly satanic bands. And it's like, of oh, course. That's, that's the dude that betrayed Jesus. Like, that's fucking cool now. Yeah. Then you listen to the band, and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least not for me. Not you know? Judas Priest, though. I mean, no, I, that's but, great. Yeah, but we we got we got to keep it more underground. We got to okay. be cultier. <laughs> Megiddo, I, uh, the, the Omen, and, and Celtic Frost kind of like put that word in there. The like, Omen, the movie. Yeah, they go to Megiddo at the. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. When uh, if you remember the scene, shit, it's like when things are starting to really get thick and and. Come to fruition that something's really really wrong. That he's the son um, when of the they devil. go away and they go. Uh, fuck, I don't remember. But it's towards the later half. They go, they to, go to a church. Well, they they, they do a lot. And then he gets Damien <laughs> gets sick movie. in the car. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's 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 a place. I mean, it, it's literally a place too. Of uh, fucking and religious. Uh, Bill Mayer, Mar goes there. He, he, that's like where I guess. Christians think the end of the world will be, or, or, or I don't know, oh, some shit like that. Okay. I didn't learn no. too much about it, clearly, but yeah. it put it in my head, you know? It explained why Celtic Frost thought it was cool to talk about this thing that I thought was Megiddo. <laughs> I didn't know how to say it, you know? Megiddo. Like, what the fuck is that? Megiddo. Okay, I got it. You know? Yeah. Hell, if, 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 there, there's another example. Like, it, it, it tells you the pronunciation, or at least from someone else's perspective that it would be as you know you kind of find out certain sometimes as hellcast is once done in proper english and different pronunciations and being an uber dork but thor you know there's a band i would never in a million years give a shit about the comic book character to the the actual uh what norse the movie mythology. oh yeah well, the movie <laughs> why would that bodybuilder singer have a heavy metal band that he calls himself thor like what the fuck does <laughs> yeah. that mean you know well because he was this big guy with this axe and he was strong was like oh well it's, you know, it's starting to make sense or the thor's hammer and 
you know, all this crap. There you have it. Metal can be very educational. It's fun. Well, there's been a lot of people through the years of Hellcast that have reached out and said, you know, this show's great because it's like I'm hanging out with the friends that I will never have because I live in somewhere in the middle of nowhere. I guess the whole state of, I was going to say West Virginia, but that's, <laughs> that is the middle of nowhere, <laughs> the whole yes, fucking state. But, you know, you have people that relate to it, and that's just one of the things, other than just me being a dork, like, yeah, that's, that's fucking cool to, to express that. But, uh, but, yeah, so metal is educational. Remember that. You, as a listener, can engage with the conversation by going to the Hellcast Facebook and write something. Chime into something that's interesting that you would want to hear on the show or put a thought in my head or fuck, tell me I'm an idiot. Something. Or, or I mean, if you wanted to write feedback on this episode or any other episodes. Yes. Well, it was one of the things that, you know, Hellcast was down, it's back. It, it, it's one of those bands. It's, it's like immortal. We're, we're done. I'm starting a band called I. Now I'm doing a bath. What the fuck are they doing? We're trying to come back. As I'm finding out, back to that social media shit, there's a lot of things you can find out by just t- asking people questions on a social media thing. So, impose it right back to me. Or email me at hellcast at hellsheadbangers.com. You can listen to Hellcast in many different places, YouTube being one of them. So go on there. Spread the word. And tell Bridget England to come back on the show because it was that awesome. Or not. Or, or if you hate me, I mean, yeah. you can tell me that too, but I mean, hate I would prefer great. that you didn't. And by all means, check out Heavy Metal Relics, the new YouTube channel. You might recognize a face on there a few times, <sighs> maybe every time. Who knows? But you'll definitely find a lot of cool uh, shows and stuff. And and there's also little commercials and stuff that we do for fun, just to funny ideas we had that we turn into something. Yeah, there's always a bigger objective to things, you know, than sometimes they don't always become that, or maybe it's becoming that, but it's like, ah, fuck it. It's, here it is. Check it out. And, uh, hell, sometimes if you get, especially if you can get feedback on shit early on, it's like, if it sucks or no one cares, then it's like, oh, well, glad I knew that sucked. Not to go on that idea. Shit. With a podcast, it kind of stinks because it's like you, you, you talk to a wall or, or, in this case, finally someone else. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know. You don't get a reaction you know, unless people chime in, which they don't always. I don't know how many countless Hellcast things that I've done that I'm like, man, that's going to be great. Oh, my God. People are going to be rolling on the floor. And it's like, man, maybe they are. I just wouldn't know because <laughs> no one's saying it. I find out three years after the fact that, that was, they loved it. So get involved is what uh, I guess is the moral of the story. And metal is educational. And social media is making people wimps. And Euronymous is not dead. <laughs> There's a fucking chime in. If you know that guy. If you know how to get a hold of oh, that guy. Man, that'd be awesome. I mean, I'm going to try myself. Maybe he's listening right now. And if, In prison. If he is, yeah. <laughs> In his uh, mental institution. I'm Bridget England. And I'm Reaper. Closing the show, we're going to debut... A track from Thronium off their latest album, Morbid Death Tales, available now on CD and cassette. You can pre-order the vinyl as well. We're going to hear the track Belial. And then after that, closing the show is Embalmer from their latest album, Emanations from the Crypt. We're going to hear the track The Casket Calls. We'll talk to you next time.
Yeah!